Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new edition of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. Episode number 40 of This Week in Carding, our uh, date today, November the 9th, last show back October 25th. So much going on as we jump into the uh, what is essentially kind of the off season, although lots of racing uh, still happening. Rock Vegas, uh, out in Las Vegas, uh, wrapping up this past weekend. And of course, now all sites set on the upcoming Scusa Super Nationals on the first weekend of December. Those of you who may be new to the This Week in Karting podcast, it, it really is all the news that has hit the EKN homepage over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we take everything that went on to EKN, put it in a podcast form, perfect for listening on the way to work, on the way home, whatever it may be, or maybe you're in the shop getting that cart put away for the winter or, or maybe starting off the 2022 season. I know a lot of guys tearing their carts apart, putting them back together, excited about getting going for another season. This edition of This Week in Karting is being presented by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the car track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's commitment to motorsports at BriggsRacing.com or on Instagram at Briggs Racing. Or pardon me, at Race Briggs. David, I hear you shuffling around a lot of paper back there. Are you ready to, ready to go with this or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's actually just my chair. Not comfortable? No, it just makes a little, it just makes some squeaking noises, but, um, oh, hey, Rob, there is no off season. It's just yeah, the slower know. season. This is a, a word, slower right? Slower season. We say off season, but for us, of course, like, yeah, if you're a club racer up in Canada and the snow it's starts season. coming, yeah. it's off season. But yeah. for us, obviously with all the winter series that we're planning on hitting, uh, again, news time right now as well. Uh, you know, a lot of racing going on. I mentioned rock Vegas already. Uh, we're planning a lot of work. I know going into the uh, the Scusa Super Nationals, and I say a lot of work like it's me doing some of it. It's, <laughs> it's mainly you, David, on your side, putting together previews and all the podcasts that we'll do before we head to Vegas. Looking forward to, to getting back to the Super Nationals again for the 24th edition. But you're right. Uh, there is no off season. Uh, we just keep rolling. Uh, things keep happening. And, and listen, the news doesn't start hap- that doesn't stop either. It keeps coming into the news desk, and you and I are are flat out with a lot of stuff going on. and And let's let's jump into it. Let's let's get into this new edition. Let's go. First story: uh, Supercarts USA uh, confirming the Winter Series will be at uh, all bo- uh, both races, all four rounds at the AMR Motorplex uh, down in Homestead. David, there was talk. Uh, well, when the news came out, one race was confirmed for, for Homestead. Now, there was a TBA. I think they were looking to potentially spread it around a little bit. But obviously now, as we know, with the uh, the demise of Ocala Grand Prix, uh, Orlando really n- probably not big enough potentially to, to fit a, an event like that. Um, you can't go to Palm Beach anymore. Uh, there's really not a lot of options, to be honest, to be able to fit a, a series as big as the winter, as the winter program for Supercarts USA. So, Let's head back to AMR Motorplex. Looking forward to it. Homestead's always a great place to be in January and February. Well, it's going to be warm. There's no doubt about it. Uh, southern Florida, all the way down near Key West, it's going to be warm. So that's that's the positive of uh, you know being down at the AMR it. Motorplex in, in Miami. Uh, the other positive is the number of different updates that yeah. uh, are going to be done to the facility itself in time, hopefully, for what will be the the 2022 Scusa Winter Series, um, they're talking about removal of over a thousand feet of concrete exit curbing. Uh, so they're going to add, uh, you know, um, the CIK spec concrete rumble strips. They're going to add in some sodded grass. So hopefully, this you know, when we talk about track limits all the yeah. time, this facility does not, you know, ha- opens the opportunity for the the uh, extension of track limits. So that's uh, one thing that uh, that the facility is looking at trying to to hinder. Uh, so it's going to be so very similar curbs and rumble strips to what you see at uh, its sister facility, the GoPro Motorplex in, in Mooresville, North Carolina. Um, so, it you know, again, Florida, you can grow grass down there. Let's let's get some. Yeah, yeah. It's the, this is now a, a, a you know, 12 month out of the year racing facility. Let's start, you know, utilizing it and, and have the opportunity to put in some grass to hit where it's needed. 
And, uh, you know, the curbing is going to help if, if it's the, you know, the standard spec style curbing and rumble strips, that's going to really help, um, with, uh, with, you know, the, the track limit and also, um, regarding, um, you know, the, the wear and tear on not only the, the equipment in terms of the chassis and engine and, and tires and all that, but also the drivers. as yeah. well, <laughs> well, listen, I, I've been down there for the last, well, for the entire Scusa Winter Series. I raced down there back when the, the track kind of opened up back in the the, uh, the early 2000s. I think it was 2001 I was on track uh, with the Florida Winter Tour. But listen, th- this track and recent recent events, we that's what we've been talking about, right? Uh, you know, we're talking about track limits, talking about, you know, carts getting beat up a little bit, having to pound the curbs, talking about drivers, you know, injuring ribs starting the season. This is the winter series, you know, and, and a lot of guys potentially injuring their ribs, whatever it may be. Um, so I, I love what they're doing right now. You mentioned the addition of the sodded grass. I think that's fantastic. Um, one thing about the facility, David, is it, it it's not a, it's, it's, it's like a combination of temporary track and purpose-built racetrack because yeah, it's on a parking lot, but it has been turned into a racetrack over the last 20 years where it is purpose-built so they can do what they want to it. Um, and yeah, bringing up some of that uh, asphalt and laying down some, some actual sodded grass some grass areas on the exit of the corners. I think that's a tremendous idea. I love it. They've also talked about David putting in a minimum of seven new CIK spec exit curbs, as you mentioned, very similar to what they've done at GoPro. I think apex, this is great. Apex curbs. Ape, probably the apex curbs, not the exit curbs, the apex yeah. curbs. And But again, it's the apex curbs, which are, is where the guys are, are hurting their ribs, right? When guys are pounding those bigger curbs, that's when you're really, really, well, and the equipment, as you mentioned, David, for sure. Yeah, it's a combination of everything, you know, <laughs> the way the curbs are. And, and, and really, my first time being there was in February this past year. And I didn't realize just how, how big those curbs were. And, and, and it, that helped to alle- alleviate the, you know, extension of the track limits. But drivers, you know, are going to push the limits. And they certainly do push the limits at Homestead. Yeah. And so the, it, it does help to, uh, to kind of get a more standardized, uh, you know, exit rumble strips along with the with the apex curbing uh you know so hopefully you know construction begins november 20 or november 22nd uh where they have plans to uh have everything completed by december 1st so that should be in time for their final uh karting challenge round along with the final weekend for the sunshine state karting challenge which will wrap will will wrap up there at amr in the middle of december and then uh, be ready for uh, the Scusa Winter Series in January. Yeah, so look, fresh track and curbing paint going in. They're going to be striping all over the racetrack, the grid area, you name it. So it's going to have a nice fresh look. We get things going again for 2022. Those events, we did not mention the actual dates. Uh, the first week of January, uh, January 7th, 8th, and 9th, will be the first two rounds of the Scusa Winter Series for 2022. February 11th, 12th, and 13th for rounds three and four. David, I think you're going to have to come back down this year with me t- to cover the races. Uh, Brent... It was brand new a couple of years ago, but there's a new Waffle House down there, as you know. So you're good to go on the Waffle House when we get down there. But bottom line is, this is just going to be a great way to start the season. <laughs> well, it, and again, there, <laughs> there's very little off season. It's uh, you know we're going to hit the uh, the Super Nationals here in a couple of weeks. Yep. And then guys, and, and competitors, teams, and everybody are going to be gearing up for what will be a, another uh, busy winter series. Yeah. A month later, of course, and, and, and part of the EK and trackside live tour will be there at the Scusa winter series. And of course at the, uh, the challenge of the Americas program as well. So a couple of races in January, February, and March that we'll be bringing you in again, right then the USPKS firing back up in March and away we go for a brand new season. David, another race is going to be worked into potentially the, uh, the winter slash spring. What is kind of the off season of 2022. We were kind of sad to hear that the SimCraft 24 hours of no, was postponed the event was uh, scheduled to go on december the 2nd to the 5th but i guess they had a couple of teams that registered early in the year back out here over the last month and the uh the promoters of that simcraft 24 hours of noel saying hey listen we need to have a full field if we're going to do this some guys back down we're looking at potentially uh sometime in the winter or, or the spring what, what are you hearing about the uh, the 24 hours of nola yeah, a lot of uh, cancellations were were part of the issue. Uh, you know, when everything opened up in January of 2021, 
they sold out. They had all 50 spots registered yeah. and, uh, and were, again, it was pre entry. So not all the funds had to be, uh, a stat, you know, set up at the time. It was just secure your, uh, position in the event with a deposit. And then as the event got closer, that's when, uh, you know, you had to, uh, fulfill your, your deposit and, 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 and remainder of the re- registration fees that were due. Unfortunately, only 33 teams of the 50 uh, held their end of the bargain. And uh, unfortunately, that it does not help with uh, in terms of all the logistics and yeah. and all the costs involved with hosting, a, you know, a multi-day event such as this uh, to to be able to continue on. So they're looking at different opportunities and options for uh, in the winter and spring of 2022. Uh, as of right now, he I think he was hoping to have something announced soon. I think it'll more it'll come more closer towards the uh, the month of December is for what I believe will happen. Yeah, TJ Hall's been the promoter of that program. We'll stay in close touch with him. So those of you who are excited about uh, doing that 24 hour uh, once or twice around the clock uh, event uh, down in NOLA, we'll give you full updates when we know exactly what's happening there. Uh, still lots of news to come on this edition of This Weekend Carding. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Stay with us, folks. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about the FIA Carding World Championship and we'll dive into the schedule from the U.S. Rotax Trophy West Series. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIKFIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at RaceBriggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head 
to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to episode 40 of This Week in Karting, or TWIC, as we, as we call it at EKN. Nice and easy uh, to short form it down. Uh, this Week in Karting, again, episode number 40. Well, here we are on November the 9th. Uh, a lot of races getting wrapped up, David, to kind of cap off the season, one of them being the FIA Karting World Championships that went into the books. And, you know, we had a couple of the USA drivers do pretty well. We we did. It was uh, a unique uh World Championships obviously was originally scheduled for Brazil, was moved to Spain uh, and, and uh, due to the COVID-19 pandemic going on still uh, throughout the world, uh, moved to Spain for the first time. I don't think this facility has ever held uh, the World Championships, so uh, making history there and uh, making history with different uh, drivers to come away in OK Junior. It was Keen Nakamura. Berta from Japan becoming the first Japanese driver to score a world championship uh, ever uh, for, in, in the uh, FIA karting program. Uh, top American was throughout the event. James Agosi for uh, Tony Kart factory team won four of his five heat races. Uh, unfortunately, that fifth heat race pushed him back a little bit down on the grid to, I believe it was P5. And uh, unfortunately, it was a little bit of wet weather for the main events and was kind of shuffled back early on at the start and eventually recorded uh, DNF recording only one race lap. Uh, yeah. That moved the uh, the top USA driver to Kai Sorensen racing for Forza Racing aboard Expree. Uh, started 24th and made his way all the way up to 11th. So a good performance in the wet uh, by Kai Sorensen, a multi-time Supercars USA and USBKS champion. Uh, now, another, now I was, was going to say, Dave, we, we can't count, uh, call Alex Powell really an American, but but although he's from Jamaica, but we got a chance to see Alex race quite a bit uh, through his younger years. Yeah, we like to follow the North Americans, yeah. uh, Canadians, Jamaica, uh, some Central Americans as well too that that do come up to uh, to race in North America. Often, uh, we kind of tr- try and follow their progress when they do race overseas uh, in the major events over there. Uh, Jamaican Alex Powell racing for car KR motorsport uh, actually moved up to the sixth position, had a great run, but uh, was uh, relegated down to P 14 after pushback bumper and also contact penalty. Uh, another driver from the U S but actually races under the French uh, license is Enzo Delini uh, racing with Perlin. He was also among those in contention throughout the week, unfortunately uh, ended up, dropping down to the 25th spot. How about the OK category? OK, senior. Only one driver from North America, USA driver Ugu Ugachukwu, uh, another driver that we've been following since his young days here in the micros di- micro yeah. division. Uh, again, last year's European junior champion. Uh, been in the hunt all season long, been one of the top junior drivers in the OK category or senior drivers in the OK category. Uh, ended up finishing, uh, winning three of the four heat races and earned the pole position. So actually started the main event from pole position, uh, had the lead taken away from him just prior to the end of the opening lap. And just was never able to kind of come to grips with the the damp track that was still uh, from the junior race and uh, ended up finishing fourth. So just one spot off the podium. Uh, for the Cart Republic driver. Yeah, impressive to see some of these uh, North Americans and drivers, as you said, we have, have watched run here in the U.S. for many years, uh, do so well at the uh, the FIA Karting World Championships, uh, Tappanen and uh, Nakamura Berta scoring the the, uh, the world titles there. Good for them. David, one of the uh, events that we and series we kind of started following a little bit and have for the last couple of years is, the, is kind of the, re- the resurgence of the Rotax program. And the Rotax Trophy West Series kind of wrapping up just uh, about a month ago. And they came out strong and said, hey, listen, we're ready to go again. Here's our schedule for 2022. So that U.S. Rotax Trophy West Series expanding from two tracks. Uh, They were at Grand Junction and Phoenix for a couple of back-to-back races, double headers there. Uh, Expanding to four races, David, for 2022. Yeah, great expansion. And again, adding another uh, facility to the mix so three different racetracks, four different rounds over a four-month per- period. Again, shifting from that s- busy summer schedule to a little bit more of a winter. So I think it's going to help 
kind of uh, lure in some of the northern uh, road tax racers, maybe Canadians coming down to take part in this program and, and get an early chance to uh, to get uh, road tax grand finals tickets uh, in their pockets for uh, for the 2022 season. Yeah, one race a month, February 11th to the 13th at Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, that fantastic track there. Uh, then they'll do back-to-back races at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility in Glendale, March 11th to the 13th, and then into April, April 8th to 10th, and then wrapping things up on Memorial Day weekend, may, making the trek back up to Grand Junction, Colorado, to Grand Junction Motor Speedway, May 27 to 29. David, we haven't had a big national event at Grand Junction in a number of years since Supercarts USA was there with the Pro Tour, but that's a fantastic racetrack well it's got some pretty cool uh elevation changes really kind of going up the hill the side of the, the hill there at the racetrack uh for those who have not been to grand junction it really is kind of a bucket list track if you want to get out and, and, and experience a really cool layout it is it, elevation is pretty much the, the the key word for for that facility uh again unfortunately it is in the western part of colorado there's not a lot of grass so that's probably the only downside (laughs) to that facility but otherwise it's you know amazing a racetrack to to not only watch but to uh to compete on so a great place to uh to wrap up the season last year they wrapped up at the phoenix kart racing association so kind of switch that up and uh and wrap things up in colorado where may will be a good time to be there not too hot not too cold and uh, get great views of the mountains there. And uh, again, Rotax is still focusing on that one engine, two days of racing, one set of tires kind of concept. And and giving out the tickets to be part of Team USA at the Rotax Grand Finals as well. That's going to be coming up later this year. Or when is the Grand Finals again this year? Grand, moved, grand Finals for 2021 are going to be in Bahrain. It That's is right. December. Oh, see, it just switched on me. I had it. <laughs> hold, hold, where'd it go? Hold on. We're so it is, Bar- it. it is Bahrain it is, for this it year. It is in December. Bahrain for this yeah. year. Uh, sorry, it had a banner. I thought it was it was this whole. Yeah, Bahrain for December 11th through the 18th. So a uh, number of drivers from the U.S., a number of drivers from Canada, and again, all yeah. over the world, the Olympics of karting uh, in Bahrain this year. Yeah, very cool to see that. And again, we'll do a little bit of an update on that uh, on eCarding News, let you know who is part of Team USA to fill you in there as well. But yeah, so they're they're getting things fired up. They've already announced the Trophy Series East races as well, I believe. So Trophy Series West now announced. So Rotax, again, building on that kind of club program into some localized regional racing as well. And at, uh, good job for the guys at J3 Competition to continue to bring that that Rotax program back. Because David, it is literally one of the big, it's, it's a global program for Rotax. It's kind of cool to see it. It's uh, gaining some roots again here in the U.S. It is, and again, to see the grand finals come back after having last year's canceled due yeah. to the uh, the pandemic, it's it's again one of the most prestigious events in the world of karting. More to come. We uh, get back after a quick little break in the action here on this weekend karting. Stay with us, folks. Uh, we'll be back here in just a couple seconds. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder-specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship-winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're carting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph, 
with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. The Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to this new edition of This Week in Karting here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. And David, let's talk about a, a kind of a really cool support award that has, has come out most recently. Uh, news, of course, this year uh, was, was sad that we lost one, kind of one of the legends, if, if you will, in North American road racing in terms of karting. Uh, everybody knew Reggie Folks. And, the, you know, the great Reggie's been around forever. His family's been a big part, really kind of part of the, the foundation of road racing in our sport. And he passed away. And then the family kind of got together and said, listen, we want to put together a memorial program, an Enduro Carter Support Award, uh, where they had, you know, some money to be able to go back into some of their racing. And they announced their first winners, uh, the inaugural winners of the Reggie Folks Memorial Enduro Carter uh, Support Award, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, originally it was going to be one person that uh, they wanted to honor and they're going to look at doing one person a year. Uh, when they set up the GoFundMe program for people to, rather than, you know, flowers or anything else, they, they established this this program for people to uh, to donate towards uh, in memory of Reggie Folks. And they ha- they received so much money that they decided to open up the the first year to five different drivers. Uh, each driver receiving $1,500 toward their racing budget, along with obviously a plaque to commemorate their selection. So uh, again, not only did the Folks family step up with this um, uh, a cool initiative, the, the karting community followed suit. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, what did they say? They regitized that go that go GoFundMe page. They went exactly. at it. That's amazing. <laughs> they, they went at it. So yeah. So was, David, I, I know that you know a lot of the guys in the road racing, uh, and you put together that article there. Give us give us a rundown of the guys that actually were able to win the award this year. Yeah, alphabetical order. We'll start with Rusty Benson, uh, 30, 31 year old driver. Uh, hometown is from Kansas, over Overland Park, Kansas. Now living in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, a uh, Lay down Yamaha Enduro racer uh, has been uh, racing for a number of years and uh, is is uh, um, was was really excited to uh, to uh, earn the award. Is actually using the money towards purchasing a new helmet and then continue racing uh, through the next year. Love it. What else we got? Dusty Dean, uh, 34-year-old from Harrisonburg, Virginia, has a number of different carts that he races everywhere from B-Stock to uh, CKI Laydown Yamaha cart, along with other uh, machines that he races with. Uh, He is part of the Griffith family uh, out of Virginia. So his uh, grandparents, Ben Ray and Audrey Griffith, uh, established Griffith rate specialties in Virginia. So uh, he comes from a long line of Carters, has a number of uncles that compete along with now uh, cousins that also race alongside him as well. So it's a big karting family. Um, and Dean's been uh, 
was away from the sport and was able to come back recently and is pretty much all in now for, uh, for <laughs> this part of sport of karting. I love it. Uh, the next one, Lamar Hillard, uh, 43 year old from Laurel, Maryland, a, uh, another driver who is in a number of different carts. He has a super cart, also raises an Emic laydown along with a Richie Warren chassis laydown as well. Uh, so he's in a number of different categories. He actually, him, him and his father actually began karting together and they would actually share a cart. Uh, one would race one class while the other raced in another class uh, in road racing. So nice. uh, a really cool uh, family story there as well, too, along with Amanda Holusky, a uh, 41-year-old from Waterford, Michigan. She is a laydown Yamaha racer, races aboard a CKI TS racing uh, machine. She actually began in sprint racing with her father, uh, George. Uh, and then they eventually made their way into road racing. She, at first, she did not like lay down carts at all, and then eventually got used to it and now has become uh, one of the lay down veterans in the sport. Uh, so she's going to be using her funds towards racing at Daytona this year. Uh, she's also a, a karting mom as her son, Carson, began racing in 2018, nice. uh, racing kid karts. Now he's into the Briggs 206 Sportsman Division and racing a number of the uh, the regional programs here in the uh, Great Lakes region. And the final winner, Joshua Toth from Cleveland, Ohio, a 13-year-old driver. He's among one of the very few drivers that we do have racing in the uh, junior category for laydown carts. Uh, he actually just moved over into the laydown carts last year, uh, racing it for the first time after uh, beginning uh, at the age of five racing on sprint tracks. So another one of those drivers that we've been able to convert from uh, sp from sprint carts to laydown carts. Well, one of the great things that's happened this year, I think we've seen kind of the emergence of, uh, of some big races in terms of road racing where everybody's kind of saying, hey, we're going to go to these races. And we're seeing a lot of excitement, a lot of growth uh, and just, just a lot of forward momentum for road racing karting uh, here in, in the United States, which is so great. And this particular program, the Reggie Folks Memorial Enduro Carter Support Award has, I think, gone a long way. Obviously, it, it gives us a chance to, to keep Reggie's name you know, right in the forefront and keep him in our thoughts. Uh, again, a legendary member of our sport, but also to be able to pass his name on to the, the winners of that, uh, that award each year, allow them to keep racing, man. This is just, I think, all in all, David, a really cool deal. Yeah, very cool. And again, just to uh, to continue Reggie's name, obviously he's a, a WK Hall of Fame member. Yeah. You know, it it, it helps to uh, continue the folks name uh, within the sport of karting. A couple of quick kids as well and grandkids and everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, talk about the fact that uh, one of the things moving into it now, David, is that uh, we're into a homologation year for chassis um, and CRG. The, uh, really, the, I think the, probably the first one I've seen at least come across my desk to drop out all uh, some of their, their new FIA homologated chassis. Let's talk a little bit about what CRG's got going on. Yeah, for new for 2022, really is only one new chassis that they're homologating. They have two that are renewed, the KT2, a 30 millimeter chassis, along with the very popular Road Rebel, yep. which is the uh, the 32 millimeter chassis. Those were just renewed. Uh, the KT4, which is a mixed 30, 32 millimeter chassis, along with the Heron, a 30 millimeter chassis. Those homologations are still valid for the upcoming uh, period. The newest chassis though is the KT5. It's a 3032 mix that is going to be completely brand new for the uh, 2022 season. Uh, it kind of just is a, uh, a mix of getting back to what kind of the KT2 is. Uh, and then we'll have a, uh, a little bit of a different uh, front end geometry. So it's going to be a, a something brand new for, for CR to bring along with a new braking system that they're uh, homologating because braking systems are also in the homologation period as well. So that is something we want to see uh, firsthand. We've seen some pictures of it. Uh, they, it calls a, it's a new braking system, which they're called the ABA adaptive brake assist. So that's going to be something new that, uh, that uh, we'll be definitely looking forward to seeing firsthand. Yeah, good information there. And I think uh, we'll try to line up a face-to-face -face potentially with uh, one of the CRG teams here in the U.S. to be able to give you, give you some information once they get that uh, cart on the track and get some testing done. Ho hopefully, we'll be able to see some uh, next month. I was wondering <laughs> yeah. about that. Super Nats? I well, like you know, again, or at least, we, we, yeah, at least in this I mean, year. 
typically we would see some newer product towards the end of the year here, we, especially in Vegas. Uh, now with, you know, you know, production and, and, and the way kind of things are, are kind of lagging. I'm not quite sure if that's going to happen or not, but you know, we could see some new product uh, for the super nationals, not just CRG, but other chassis brands as well. That's it, folks. One more break in the this edition of This Week in Carding. we get back, we'll dive into the editorial that we've had on the website, talk about the podcasts that are now available on the EKN Radio Network and all the podcast platforms, and we'll cap things off looking at what's coming up on eCardingNews.com. In carding, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Carding Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Carding Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Carding Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Carding Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Carding Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shifter car drivers are at the front of the field running the GFC GT14 frame and the SS31 has become a solid contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes, utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. Learn from one of the best American carters with over 25 years of racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram, or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC in 2021. GFC, live your passion. History, success, family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Cart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. 
Welcome back to episode 40 of This Weekend Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. And David, uh, some of the editorial we've had out here since our last edition of This Weekend Carding, uh, obviously the coverage that was being provided by the good folks at Rock Cup USA. Rock Cup Vegas this past weekend, we're setting up a face-to-face show coming as well with a couple of guys that were able to get victories there. Uh, it looks like it was a pretty solid event uh, down there in Las Vegas. It looked like the weather was perfect. Uh, your typical Vegas uh, weather, nice and nice and warm, and or at least sunny. I don't know. <laughs> it looked like it was warm. Uh, yeah, so it looked like there was some really good racing uh, in new, a unique location, being right behind the uh, Planet Hollywood uh, Casino and Hotel, uh, right near the Strip. Had a, a good view of the MGM. Had a good view of the. Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. The uh, the carousel. Not the carousel, but the uh, what's that carnival ride? I don't oh know. My gosh. I don't know what you're talking about. The one that goes, it's a big circle. Oh, the link. Is that the link? Yeah. The uh, what I, is I that thing? I can't think like, of the name. Think of- <laughs> it's a carousel. It's just a huge oh, carousel. Is it a carousel? No, it's I, not a carousel. I, I can't, can't think of the name. Why right can't now? I think of it right now? Hey, you're hilarious. <laughs> this is why I don't like doing the video ones. See, the audio ones are better because we can just sit here and laugh. laugh at each other and not look stupid and we just sound funny instead ferris wheel ferris wheel see that's what it is we are weak well we've never been there that's maybe that's a place we need to go you know i mean well there's a bar in it right yes you have the opportunity to be in one that has a bar correct yeah 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 that's a possibility right what do they call the damn thing i'm listen i'm literally looking it up right now i'll come i know i'm trying to High roller. High roller. The high yep. roller. That's right. The high 550 roller. foot tall, 520 foot diameter Ferris wheel on the Las Vegas Strip. There you go. Yeah, we've never got a chance to go to it. So there uh, you we've, go. We've never even been at the... Have you been at the sign there? I've never been to the sign. No. See, I think we got to we gotta start knocking this stuff off when we, when we go. I there. drive by it all the time. But oh, know. see, I've never even driven by it. Oh, yeah. I, when, having to go pick stuff up from the back... Back roads from the airport. I've driven right, right, yeah. right by it. We can I've do that, never, David. I've never been to the sign. We've never been there. We There's don't. a lot of places. We, we we have to go visit Fremont Street. We haven't been there in front. We haven't done that either. You're right. We're Week. like the old people in <laughs> Vegas. We that's just, true. <laughs> we're just looking for like buffets, and that's all we want to do. So, again... <laughs> uh, the Rock Vegas coverage is on the website from the, uh, the the stories that were filed by Rock Up USA. Feel free to come and check those out on the website. One of the things I know that you did, David, and got them out before the Rock Vegas event was done. It took a lot of time, as it always does. You were able to do the update for the EKN driver rankings, essentially the Q4, Q3 update to kind of set the stage for these last two big events, which will cap off the season. Uh, let's start looking at the, at the shifter cart rankings, David, AJ Myers, once again, holding on to the top spot, another championship in the Scusa pro tour for AJ, the number one ranked shifter cart driver in the country. Yeah. 105 points separate him and AJ or AJ Myers and Jake French as the, uh, the top two drivers right now with Billy Musgrave now moving up into the third spot, getting a full, uh, excuse a pro tour season under his belt, along with some other races as well. He actually has 13 races compared to uh, both Myers and French with only 10 on the year. So uh, in terms of driver ranking events, that is. So, uh, you know, French got the better of both of them at uh, the Rock Cup USA, Rock Vegas. So we'll see uh, that will have a little bit of play into the final rankings as will obviously the Super Nationals. Hey. And listen, listen, Myers and French have never won at the Supernats, but Musgrave has a couple of times. <laughs> Musgrave's got three in a row right now going right. into this year, four total as well. So, uh, yeah, that is certainly a place that both Myers and French want to win at. I think French's best shot maybe might have been back in the S5 days. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Where Myers, I think he's been a runner-up a couple of times along with uh, finishing fifth in his KZ debut back in 2014. Yeah, we always say that was the breakout for AJ Myers, right? When he wasn't yeah. able to he wasn't able to get the A license to go Super Pro, uh, but you're allowed to run a B license to go KZ and he he jumped in that PCR and uh, and ended up finishing so well as you said. Uh David, let's go tag because uh the Rawls Performance Group guys, you know, we've seen Ryan Norberg on top for for for, for a lot. I, you know, 
top right there, one, two, three kind of a thing. Another great year for Ryan ends up with the USPKS championship, his first there. As we know, he's won four championships in the Scusa Pro Tour. He's still the number one or is now the number one ranked driver heading into the final couple races of the year. Yeah, has a 108-point lead over the U- the Super- Supercarts USA Pro Tour champion for 2021, Hannah Greenemeyer. So as you said, RPG holding the top two positions with Norberg being the USPKS champion. You add in Connor Zillage, the Florida Winter Tour champion, and was also among the top contenders in both the uh, the Scusa Pro Tour as well with the USPKS championships. So that's helped elevate him into the third position now with Greenemeyer moving up four spots into second. Uh, Brandon Tyner adds three RPG drivers within the top five. He's wow. sitting fourth with Pauli Massimino uh, sitting there fifth. Nate Cicero winning at Rock Vegas. He's eighth. So that win will actually add a few points to yeah. his total. So that could move him up into the top five and then again as we uh as we said previously super national is going to be the big one especially in this cat this uh driver rankings uh could get you a lot of positions could also uh, help not or not allow you to move up with a bad finish so uh again a bad finish doesn't count against you but it's not going to help you that's exactly it uh, also on the ekn editorial we came out with this uh, last couple of weeks Full coverage of the 2021 IKF Sprint Grand Nationals, a race report there. And uh, David, all accounts that we heard on, on number from talking to people or on social media, uh, Donald Durbin and his whole family there uh, at Prairie City Car Track did a tremendous job in putting on this year's uh, Sprint Grand Nationals. It is starting to feel like people, especially in the, it's especially West Coast, but winning that prestigious Duffy, that trophy that people have been trying to get for decades. Uh, it's starting to feel like it's it's coming back a little bit over the last couple of years. Such a great event uh, at Prairie City, and a lot of people very happy with that. And, and we'll see what happens for 2022, but it feels like the Duffy's kind of stepping up a little bit, which I like. Yeah, like you said, the West Coast guys, it's it's kind of in their blood. You know, if you're involved with karting in, yeah, in any way, point. it's kind of a West Coast thing. But again, it's still a national thing. It's still one of the most prestigious trophies uh, to compete for, no matter you know the the size of fields or or who's in the field, it's still a uh, an honor to take home a Duffy. We've been kicking out a bunch of podcasts over the last couple of weeks, not as many as we uh, would have done, but it's been it's been a pretty crazy uh, off season. Well, again, hash. Uh, off season with air quotes, uh, uh, kind of catching up for the last think, couple of weeks. But, I think you're mixing your car, car program with the car oh, program. Dude, I'm, right now you're in off season for a car program. That's true. I said, yeah, well, I am, but I'm not too, right. It's just as busy that, that way as well. It's not, you can, I was at just what a week and a half ago. I was at Indianapolis for the Chris Griffiths test. There's just Lots going on right now. But anyways, podcast-wise, uh, of course, we kicked out This weekend Carding, the last edition on October the 25th, just a couple of weeks ago. We did a couple of face-to-face shows, David, back at it on uh, on the YouTube channel. Well, we talked to, uh, again, Greg Bell and uh, Donald Durbin from the ICAF Sprint Grand Nationals event. Uh, you know, Greg was there, obviously, with Leading Edge Motorsports, had a chance to talk to Donald. That was a lot of fun. And then we're involved to a certain extent in helping to nominate drivers carters for the Mazda Motorsports Spec MX-5 shootout. Our second year doing that, quite an honor for you and I and, and to be able to give our thoughts on which drivers should go to that. Two very deserving winners, uh, Weston Workman and Nate Cicero, David, joining us on a face-to-face to talk about that, that, uh, that event, that shootout, and how they felt about becoming new club racing factory drivers for Mazda. Yeah, it was great to hear both their uh, their stories of, on the, the shootout weekend and then leading up to it as well with the, the video submission and, and all the different, you know, just the different mindset both drivers had regarding the obviously Weston being a, a former nominee. Uh, so he had the experience going in where Nate Cicero was brand new to it and brand new to driving a car, as we talked about. Uh, driving his first manual car a week before that. So uh, <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, no, great, a great conversation with those two. Uh, ECAN radio network as well. Lots of stuff happening on our 24 uh, seven radio station channel. If, if, if you've never listened to the ECAN radio network, uh, just jump over to ecardinews.com slash radio or download the ECAN radio network app 24 seven. We're getting content on there all the time. We'll have this week, uh, this week in card in this edition of it. Uh, will be on this coming week. David, you've been playing a bunch of great stuff. You've been going through the Scusa Super Nationals for the last couple of years, playing all of the Super Sunday main events as well. 
Yeah, and we're, right now we're getting ready to hear uh, Super Nationals 21. That begins uh, in a few minutes on the radio network. Uh, we'll have Super Nationals 22 and Super Nats 23 uh, as well. And then uh, once we get the uh, the face-to-face recorded with uh, our 2021 Rock Vegas uh, participants and winners, uh, we'll get that up on the uh, audio version up on the ECAN radio network as well. Yeah, that kind of fades into what's coming up right now. We do have a couple of face-to-faces planned. I, I have one potentially for Thursday to talk Texas karting uh, with Brittany Lobaugh, uh, Alan Rudolph, and Mark French, I believe, going to join us as well, trying to see if we can't get a hold of Sean Owens to be part of that program as well. And then Friday, indeed, indeed as you talked about, three of the winners from the Rock Vegas event going to join us, uh, Jordan Musser, Martin Stone, and Nate Cicero. We're going to have Nate back on again, coming off that uh, win at the Mazda shootout. He had, as you mentioned, David, uh, a tremendous battle. Last corner, last lap, last corner pass to go for the race win there. And we'll talk to Nate, Martin, and Jordan in another face-to-face to to talk about Rock Vegas. But David, lots coming up really on EKN. And the bottom line is we've got the Super Nationals coming December 1st to the 5th. It'll be an EKN trackside live program presented by Cooper Tires, as always. Uh, getting back to the real all-sweet hotel and casino in Las Vegas. Um, and I know that really once we kind of turn the corner, the prep, the previews for that event, really going to start dominating a lot of the work you're going to be doing at, at the laptop. Yeah, it'll be basically uh, starting next week. We're kind of going to get ready, get situated, kind of get our plans uh, confirmed. And then, you know, once registration closes, I believe on the midnight on Sunday, the 21st, uh, you know, we'll get that list. And we're going to hammer down uh, all through Thanksgiving yeah. week uh, to uh, to get ready for, uh, you know, when we uh, get to to Vegas, the 29th and the 30th for it'll be great to be back for Super Nationals. So expect a couple of Outlap podcasts. We're going to break it into two podcasts now. It's David's plan because obviously a lot to talk about in terms of previewing that event. So a couple of preview Outlap podcasts. David will then go through his class by class uh, previews on the website itself. We'll be there trackside. Uh, I, I, I land on Monday. David's coming in on Tuesday. We're immediately trackside providing uh, social media coverage, interviews, you name it. We're going to have a lot of content through uh, Wednesday and Thursday and, of course, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the Super Sunday and all the racing. Live coverage as well. You know that, obviously, Supercarts USA will be streaming their live coverage on their Facebook channel. Thanks to Greenlight, it'll be on CBS Sports Network after that. We'll fill everything in for the qualifying and the heat races. That'll all be available on the EKN Radio Network and on ecardinews.com slash live. Just lining up all of our partners, presenting partners for that broadcast. David, it's just going to be good to get back there again, get trackside, and and just do this again, right? Get back to racing and and, and get at it. Yeah, it's just there's nothing like Vegas, it, and there's nothing like the Supernats. You just get that that feeling and that that rush and – and especially being at the Rio, you know, that, that backdrop, it's just, there's certainly nothing like it. And, uh, and it's just, it, it's, it's going to be refreshing just to be able to walk out Wednesday morning and hear carts zooming around the Rio park. <laughs> That's it. Right. We always love that, man. Or depending on how Tuesday night went, you may end up being in bed when you first hear that <laughs> session. Let's be real. <laughs> wow. All right. We- we are doing we're doing the Supercarts USA Pro Tour banquet, I believe, on the on the Tuesday night. We're going to hand out some awards to the, the drivers who perform so well throughout the season. So, uh, as long as we're able to get to bed and stay away from certain people on the Tuesday evening after that, <laughs> it'll be a bright and early Wednesday morning to hear that that's beautiful sound of engines again. Yeah, you're, yeah, right. you're right. It might, it might be a struggle to try. Let's be real. We don't need to be out there at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're wrapping up this edition of This Week in Carding, episode number 40. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. A ton of content coming over the next, uh, what, uh, two months to wrap up this uh, 2021 season. It's been a great one so far. Uh, Carding is strong, uh, whether it's grassroots 206 racing. Uh, all the way up to the national levels, record numbers, great events, and and it just it's great to see people back out at the racetrack. We thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of This Week in Karting. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>